Good afternoon, Shadow Hill. This is Bob Furring, and uh, the new season is beginning. I see some uh, faces that have been gone for the summer, and uh, the north course is greening up. Uh, some of the clubs are starting. Bocce ball is starting uh, this afternoon. And I know there are things going on within the Sun City Shadow Hills, but there's an awful lot going on in the city of Indio that you may have missed. And uh, I want to cover all that. And to do that, my guest is the city manager of the city, Brian Montgomery. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Bob. I look forward to the to the discussion. Yeah, I, I think that if it's easy for the people here to just pay attention to what's going on within the walls of our development. And um, there's lots going on. Uh, and lot, lots of new businesses uh, starting. And so we're, our residents, I think, are most interested in is what's going on north of the freeway. So like where the Walmart is and, and at, 40, at Jackson and 42nd. And what, what's happening there? Well, you bet there is a lot uh, going on throughout the community. On the north side, a uh, significant amount of uh, retail development is taking place under construction at the Showcase Shopping Center. So this is the corner of 42 and Jackson, the southwest corner. Uh, we have a new ice cream shop going in next to uh, Dave's Hot Chicken and Chipotle right there. Um, also, there's a new Pollo Loco that just opened uh, in that retail center. And under construction is a hotel uh, located uh, more toward the uh, Vallarta Market and toward the uh, tractor supply. And that construction is underway. So a significant amount of construction just within that complex, uh, as well as there have been some renovations. Uh, I know Chase Bank has just renovated inside. Uh, Buzz Box, which has a, a large uh, facility there um, next to Tractor Supply, has done some some renovations and some expansion. And there's a new uh, indoor store quest going in at that location. So from a retail standpoint, there's just a lot going on uh, at 42 across the way. There's a, um, a Tilly's um, as well as a Skechers uh, store going in next to the Five Below, and that construction will take place. Uh, also recently there have been some added, uh, and there will be more added, uh, electric vehicle charging stations. So Tesla is setting up there um, and expanding what they have to offer at that location. So quite a bit going on there on the northwest, or north east corner, rather, of 42 in Jackson. We have Dutch Brothers Coffee, as well as one other very well-known um, quick serve that isn't ready to announce yet, but they will be going in there near the golf course, um, right on that uh, northeast corner. So again, a lot going on just in that 42 and Jackson area on the north side. Um, we also have more toward Walmart here of uh, Raising Canes has been has announced. It's a quick serve uh, that will be located there near uh, near the Starbucks uh, and Arby's in that uh, general area, as well as a couple of others that have sent in letters of intent. So there's just a lot of retail activity right there along Avenue 42 on the north side in response to the number of residents there and so forth and the, and the retail 
tends to follow as as they get the rooftops built. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then, it, what's going on within the city in downtown India? Well, that is where uh, you know finally we we feel like it's time to to return a focus and and from a retail restaurant to dining and a gathering, a community gathering spot in downtown, which historically has been the case, but over the last ten to twenty years has changed. But we have two new uh, buildings from the College of the Desert that are under construction as we speak. They will also, once those are completed, be doing a renovation of the existing campus facility. So they're spending well over $100 million on uh, their investment in the downtown, and that is already underway. Uh, We also have a handful of restaurants uh, that are locating. uh, Two are under construction right now along Miles, and others are underway, um, uh, including a tap room, a brewery, um, a small creperia type uh, restaurant that has been recently featured by Guy Fieri, and and there are two or three other uh, exciting mixed use uh, developments. So these are we, when we use the term mixed use, it's residential above, and then retail office uh, on the bottom. And we actually have three of those along Oasis that have been approved. One should start construction over the next couple of months. The other two are currently in their plan review stage, um, and that will be further investment in the downtown. We're also working uh, on a new library as well as a new city hall building. So these structures that have been here for 50-plus years and are somewhat obsolete and and not as functional uh, will eventually go away as we continue to invest in a, in a new, uh, brighter uh, downtown uh, also to start uh, on the October 9th, again, uh, this year is our uh, farmer's market. Mm-hmm. So you'll see that on Sunday mornings on the corner of town and bliss. Um, and that's just a, what, a week or so away. They will be, uh, they will be starting actually this Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday. I think it starts this Sunday. Yep. So a lot going on in the downtown, significant investment. We've got some signage up, uh, not only in the downtown to help people understand what's going into these older buildings that are being renovated, but also along Highway 111, we've put some some banners up along the fence lines to try to guide people to the downtown and informing them of, of what's going on. We have held for almost a year now our second Saturday's concerts. This is a free concert on the corner of Smur uh, and Miles. And this weekend, uh, we have that concert once again uh, as the second Saturday of every month in the evening. And uh, we will soon be building a stage that will permanently house this second Saturday and other concert and community events downtown. So you see how the downtown is, again, trying to reinvigorate itself and become that gathering uh, living room for the community to uh, show up and dine and hear music, and enjoy uh, a real peaceful, uh, calm, walkable downtown. Yeah. Are there going to be new apartments that are going to be built in conjunction with uh, COD's location there? Yes. Not by COD, but private parties. will. We have three of them uh, that have already been approved, and one of them will be under construction here in the next couple of months. Uh, That's on the corner of Oasis and uh, Bliss. Mm -hmm. So those um, will total, uh, well, almost 200 uh, housing units 
downtown that will support COD as well as others. Well, things are, that's good. I mean, there's going to be a lot, a lot more people downtown on a on a permanent yeah. basis. And I was just saying, so we the uh, the new Kia dealership has opened up up here, um, and uh, as is there more uh, activity in the auto center contemplated? We do hear of another uh, dealership that's uh, very much interested. The Kia dealership has been a huge success uh, as they had just opened over the last uh, couple of months, and the owner uh, reported to me last week that they uh, are, are doing great. Um, and next to it, there is space for another dealership. Under construction right now is the uh, used car dealership for Honda Unicars, so they are uh, expanding and We'll have a large um, inventory of pre-owned vehicles, uh, and that uh, fence is already up, and you can see the construction going on as part of that. Uh, there are a couple of other uh, vacant um, parcels within the auto mall area, and again, we, we hear interest uh, from uh, RV, boat, as well as at least one other major uh, car dealership. So we continue to... Uh, to work the uh, uh, the market there, and hopefully uh, can bring a couple more into the mall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that, that so t- talk about the uh, the new Van Gogh exhibit that's going to go on. It, it seems like a real coup for the city that uh, that we got that, and and not another city in the desert. Absolutely. Well, this uh, just commenced this last uh, weekend, uh, but at the Polo Grounds, there's a very large. Um, indoor facility that was able to uh, house the exhibit. And so the beautiful grounds of the Empire Polo Grounds is available there, as well as this this large uh, structure to hold the event. I have not attended yet, but I will. And uh, from rave reviews, um, just trying to target the site. I think those that, that planned for the event um, and looked in the valley, where can we best gather people uh, in the, the type of environment with the parking and the grounds that really is fitting for such a display. And they selected uh, Indio, the polo grounds uh, there off of Monroe. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing that they're changing this year is the Indio fairgrounds are going to be operated by a private operator as, as, rather than the county. And my understanding is that they're planning to have a lot more events there. Uh, Do you know anything about that? Yes. In fact, uh, we have been in communication just so that we're aware of all of these events uh, coming in. Uh, The the pandemic certainly slowed the county down on holding other events other than the actual fairgrounds and date festival. But this new company is trying to uh, energize and, and make available the whole facility every weekend. And so we already understand there will be a a number of events coming up. I know there's a monster truck event coming up soon, but it will be a much more active space than it has been previously. And I think this would be a good time to mention um, that Indio is rebranding itself, and you've got uh, you've hired a marketing company to help improve our image around the world. And so, would you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, in fact, uh, we hired a firm, a consultant firm, last summer, and did some significant survey work, focus groups, trying to gather the analytics of 
how Indio, as the largest city in the valley and the city that first incorporated, so the oldest city, can stand out and step up. And through that process, we've come up with a new logo and branding program. The logo, as I hope uh, many of your listeners have seen, is, is much more vibrant than uh, the, the consultant used the, the term of uh, putting on our red lipstick, uh, so to speak, trying to be noticed and stand up and be proud. And so the colors uh, show that. Uh, initially, when I saw the colors, I was a little bit uh, maybe surprised at how bold they were. But the consultant said, well, let me show you a few logos of some very capable companies that have researched this. And Google, eBay, uh, Microsoft, uh, CNBC, NBC, anyway, they went through this list of other companies that saw these colors as a symbol of progress and wanting to stand out. Uh, we have the tagline now, we're the city of festivals and always will be, but the tagline says, take center stage. And we think it's finally time for Indio to take center stage, to be the one that shows up as the largest city, the most dynamic, fastest-growing city in the valley, where we truly have uh, momentum and energy. And this new branding shows that. And we have hired a firm to help us implement that and to spread the word. Uh, we're putting up signage throughout the community uh, and doing our best to brand ourselves as something moving forward, something exciting. We have all kinds of folks in the community taking center stage, um, and we want to be the example of that ourselves. Uh, and I think uh, that's what's going to be seen over the next uh, several years. Great. Yeah, it's interesting. You can go anywhere in the world, practically, and you tell people you're from Indio, California, and <laughs> you get a blank face. But if, if you tell them that that's where the Coachella Music Festival's held, they all want to know about it, and they all want to come someday. <laughs> They do, in fact, on that point. Uh, so just as everyone walked into the Coachella and Stagecoach Festivals this last year, one of our first unveilings of our new brand and logo were these six-foot-tall letters that literally thousands and thousands of people took their photo in front of while at Coachella, just to remind them of which city they were in. Oh, that's cool. And to help, help that branding throughout the world. Yeah, yeah. And um, so the next thing on my list is you never know who's going to be listening to this podcast. And uh, I know the city is sponsoring some $5,000 grants for nonprofits. And so would, would you talk about that and, and what you're looking for? Yes, the city council uh, appropriated some funds and established a program, all of which is available online, for nonprofits and other, uh, you know, worthy entities that are taking center stage, striving to do something to improve Indio, and the grants are up to five thousand dollars. There may be some that would be less, and some of the requests may be less. But the application process will be uh, uh, four times a year, knowing that some of these uh, fundraising activities take out take place throughout the year. The first one is coming up very soon, so those that may be interested uh, will want to check out our website and fill out the online form, provide the information, make the best argument possible. Again, acknowledging, the city council is acknowledging that it's not only the city and the residents in general that are making an impact, but these nonprofits out there uh, can make a huge impact in the lives of our our residents, and the council wants to help invest and, and encourage that positive activity that these nonprofits bring. Is there... Um 
are you looking for a nonprofit to, to be located in India, or is there a you know is there a thing the reason to tie India into these, or is it just a straight grant? Yeah, the most competitive will be those that are located in India. Those that will provide services in India could also be considered under some circumstances. But the priority is for those uh, local nonprofits that uh, are located here within the community. Okay, and, and the last thing on my list is not exact. Well, it's, it, it's part of the city, but uh, the Coachella Valley History Museum has a rather neat event. Uh, I won't say it in Spanish, but it's it's the Day of the Dead, and um, it it's uh, a, a really unique concept where uh, it's the day that um, you we people honor uh, family members who have died. And they uh, they they bring uh, a photo of them. They bring their favorite things, and it 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 it's very much a part of the Hispanic culture. And uh, it's going to you know the the big event is right here at the Coachella Valley History Museum. Uh, can you expand on anything that I just said? Oh, I think it's it is a great event, great tradition. Uh, you know, a Disney movie fairly recently, Coco, is a great. Uh, learning tool for those that may not be accustomed with the tradition the event. But uh, I would certainly encourage all to uh, contact the museum, go into their website, the Coachella Valley uh, History Museum, and sign up to come to the dinner. So there'll be a dinner as well as a demonstration of these altars and an explanation of the event, uh, some great food and drink, and really a good time together uh, appreciating the tradition, but also just sharing time together as a community. I will be there, and I, I look forward to it. Uh, last year I attended, and it was uh, a very successful event. There is, it's a fundraiser element as well for the museum, so we would hope many of your listeners would, would buy some tickets and enjoy that evening on, on November 5th. Okay. Uh, well, that, that's uh, all the things I had written down. Uh, is there anything going on that I've missed? Oh, there's just, uh, you know, right now we're, we're there more than, if you count the work being done by the county on Highway 111, we're paving over $15 million worth of streets. So utilizing uh, a special tax, the Measure X funding that the voters approved to just pave as much as we can this year. We'll do it every single year, but this is a huge investment. I say almost $15 million of street work. We know there's some inconvenience with that, but it's the price of progress and, and improving the community. So the county work is on Highway 111. It should wrap up here in the next couple of months. It's pretty extensive reconstruction. And the rest of the city work should be done also within the next 30 to 45 days on streets throughout the community. Mm-hmm. We've touched almost every every part of the community in doing this this paving work. And that did trigger so another thought. Um, I know the plan is to upgrade the Monroe exit uh, off the freeway, just like they did Jefferson. Um, is uh, it, is there a timetable on that? It's really waiting some mostly federal funding. So the city's uh, funding has been set aside for the project. This will be a, com- a new bridge arrangement across uh, the interstate uh, at Monroe. Jackson is also another one that is in need of work. It would come later. Um, but probably within a two-year window, we would hope all the funds will be in, the design will be complete, and we'd be able to start construction 
uh, on that project. It's it's close to a hundred million dollars. So to gather that type of money, both locally, regionally, state level, and the federal government has been has been a huge challenge. But we're we're at it. I just had a lunch meeting uh, with someone that's assisting in that process of getting the federal money, and it looks good. But it's just going to take a little bit more time to to raise the funds. Yeah. And here's one more. I know that the mayor and uh, went back to Washington to try to lobby to have a, uh, a train stop here. Uh, and uh, is, is there any progress on that as far as you know? There's been great interest, uh, we know, uh, from not just the federal government, but the state level on alternative modes of transportation. So hoping people can more get out of their vehicles and get onto a train. Um, and this would be a commuter rain, a train platform uh, right here in downtown Indio. It has some history as being one. Uh, but in theory, you could go anywhere Amtrak goes, uh, anywhere a commuter train goes, and just uh, hop on here and hop off after you've done your, your trip. So certainly both Phoenix and L.A. would be the most common route, but uh, with some transfers, you could get all the way to, to Washington, D.C. if you wanted to on a, on a train right mm-hmm. from downtown Indio. Mm-hmm. There is some preliminary analysis being done and the, the studies, and so the mayor went back east to help obtain some of the planning money that's necessary at this point, and he reports that there, our delegation was favorably in, impressed and just a matter of going through the appropriations process uh, to get those funds set aside. It's millions, tens of millions, just to do the environmental uh, and other planning studies. Wow. Okay, well, thank you for taking the time to uh, update the residents on what's going on here. You see, there, there, there's this is a very dynamic city. Um, we've got a, a lot of land and a pro-growth city council. And so... Uh, lots of good things can be happening here in the future. So, Brian, thank you for your time, and uh, I look forward to you updating us again in the future. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Okay, and for the audience, thank you for your attention, and until next time, bye-bye.